Why does Russia now believe that COVID-19 was a US-created bioweapon? Evidence released from secret biolabs in Ukraine reveals the deeper secret of imperialist attempts to create targeted biological weapons. Abandoned papers found at US biolabs in Ukraine have led the Russian Ministry of Defense to declare its belief that COVID-19 is a bioweapon. Whether purposefully or accidentally leaked is not clear. What is becoming clear is that the holy grail of the imperialist bioweapons program is producing diseases that will affect certain genotypes, Russian or Chinese in particular, more than others. Western mainstream media reporting of chemical, biological and genetic experimentation, biosecurity and bioweapons has become so integral to the information war that it has become hard to disentangle fact from fiction and truth from psychological operation, even for those with sound political instincts and a healthy scepticism. Yet the war in Ukraine is shedding some remarkable light on the global network of dual-use biological laboratories that the US state and its military medical research pharmaceutical axis has been building and operating. When the many sources of evidence are collated, ranging from data found on Hunter Biden's laptop to attacks on Latin American crops, livestock, economies and national leaders, to the US-Ukrainian labs that have fallen into Russian hands during its special military operation. The systematic nature and remarkably sinister aims of the US biological program are strikingly revealed. Weaponizing the COVID-19 pandemic, information and experimentation. As the COVID pandemic unfolded, there were multiple accusations and counter-accusations regarding the origins of the virus. COVID was a bioweapon released deliberately by China, we were told. Or, it was a consequence of natural transfection due to the unnatural proclivity of the Chinese to visit farmers' markets. Or, there had been a lab leak from the Wuhan Institute of Virology where experimentation into coronaviruses, including gain-of-function research, is carried out. Interestingly, part funded by the US company EcoHealth Alliance, which pursues such research, together with the US military and pharmaceutical companies, at multiple sites around the world, as we shall see later. Weaponizing the COVID pandemic as part of a broader anti-China propaganda war, this trope was carried worldwide by the Western media and intelligence agencies. The Chinese quite diplomatically, but firmly, pushed back against this propaganda, with the US President Donald Trump in turn threatening to cancel Chinese treasury bonds. That is, 
the 1.1 trillion US dollars of the USA's 28 trillion national debt, then held by China. Was the Covid theory about a Wuhan lab leak right all along? By Jonathan Calvert, The Times, 4th of March 2023. The World Health Organization did not support this narrative and was promptly defunded by the USA. In the context of escalating trade and military conflict with Russia and China, the narrative of the Wuhan lab leak is receiving another big push, although evidence of Chinese culpability is conspicuously absent from the web of assertions. But gain-of-function research, enhancing transmissibility, virus replication, virulence, host range, immune evasion or drug and vaccine resistance, is quite clearly going on, and the prime movers behind this research are the NATO countries, and particularly the USA. Weaponizing pathogens to be released in strategic locations as part of a multi-dimensional or hybrid war on any nation that steps out of line with the hegemonic aims of Anglo-American imperialism and its allied and servant networks of states, underscores this strategy. Biological Warfare and Imperialism Biological agents have been used in warfare for centuries. During the 14th century, Mongol armies catapulted the infected corpses of plague victims over the walls of the besieged city of Safa in what is now Fedosia in the Crimea to try to force the surrender of the city's inhabitants. But with the advent of modern capitalist imperialism, the wider extension and more intense nature of systems of exploitation extending over the continents, combined with advancing scientific knowledge, have increased the frequency and potency of their use. What's more, there are numerous post-World War II examples of US and British state experimentation on the prison population, the military, and even on their own civilian populations, to study the spread of pathogens. If the British and US workers were considered fit subjects for death by biological weapons testing, One need only call to mind the colonial racism and arrogance of the British Raj and of the US elite to realise the contempt in which the imperialists hold the lives of their colonial subjects. It is thus quite easy to appreciate the penchant of these supremacist sociopaths for experimentation upon the subject peoples, with the aim of maintaining their rule and the source of their vast super-profits. Biosecurity Research and Biological Warfare In February 2022, during the first weeks of the Russian intervention against the US-installed fascist junta in Ukraine, the Russian government and military highlighted their findings that the USA had been operating some 26 biolabs in Ukraine. The information they supplied was initially dismissed by NATO politicians and the Western mainstream press as Russian subterfuge. Russia plans very graphic fake video as pretext for Ukraine invasion, US claims, 
by Julian Borger, The Guardian, 3rd of February 2023. Quote, The Russian army has obtained documentary evidence confirming the Pentagon was involved in financing military biological projects in Ukraine. The chief of Russia's radiation, chemical and biological protection force, Igor Kiryov, has said, We believe that components of biological weapons were being created in Ukraine, Kiryov said. He demonstrated a document dated the 6th of March 2015, confirming the Pentagon's direct involvement in financing military biological experiments in Ukraine. He stressed that it was standard practice to fund US sanitary and epidemiological well-being projects in third countries, including those in Africa and Asia, through national health service agencies, end quote. Russian military has documentary evidence US-funded bioexperiments in Ukraine, 17th of March 2022. Hunter Biden's role shows direct links to the US president. Moreover, these claims were substantiated by leaked emails from the laptop of Hunter Biden, US President Joe Biden's son, and even admitted to by some mainstream papers. The Daily Mail, for example, noted that, quote, the commander of the Russian Nuclear, Biological and Chemical Protection Forces claimed there was a scheme of interaction between US government agencies and Ukrainian biological objects and pointed to the financing of such activities by structures close to the current US leadership, in particular the investment fund Rosemont Seneca, which is headed by Hunter Biden. Emails from Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop show he helped secure millions of dollars of funding for Metabiota, a Department of Defense contractor specializing in research on pandemic-causing diseases that could be used as bioweapons. And although Metabiota is ostensibly a medical data company, its vice president emailed Hunter in 2014 describing how they could assert Ukraine's cultural and economic independence from Russia, an unusual goal for a biotech firm, end quote. Hunter Biden did help secure millions in funding for US contractor in Ukraine by Josh Boswell, 25th of March 2022. Igor Kiryov also drew attention to the Biden's connection to the bioweapons program. Quote, Incoming material allowed us to trace the interaction scheme between US government agencies and the Ukrainian biolab, Kiryov said, adding that the involvement in financing these activities by structures close to current US leadership, in particular Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca investment fund, draws attention to itself. At the same time, a close relationship has been established between the fund and key contractors of the US military, including Metabiota, which, alongside Black and Viatch, is one of the main suppliers of equipment for Pentagon biolaboratories around the world, Kiryov added. Hunter Biden's investment fund linked to Ukrainian biolabs engaged in pathogen research, Russian Defense Ministry, Global Times, 25th of March, 2022. BBC disinformation labelled fact-checking. The Imperialist Press Corps 
with the BBC at the forefront, was cranked into gear to delegitimise such revelations, or, in its own words, to fact-check the accusations. It thus provided reams of articles and footage tailored to the carefully crafted English consciousness, such as this, quote, General Igor Kirill said documents uncovered by the Russian military in Ukraine on the 24th of February, the day the Russian invasion started, show that the Ministry of Health of Ukraine has set the task of completely destroying bioagents in laboratories. The USA provides technical support and, according to the US Embassy in Ukraine, works with partner countries to counter the threat of outbreaks, intentional, accidental or natural, of the world's most dangerous infectious diseases. There is no evidence that they work to produce biological weapons. In January, the USA said its programme does the opposite and in fact aims to reduce the threat of biological weapons proliferation. There have been similar unsubstantiated claims by Russia in the past about US-backed biolabs operating in its neighbouring countries. Ukraine War, Fact-Checking Russia's Biological Weapons Claims by Olga Robinson, 15th of March 2022 So don't worry, these labs are just medical facilities. The USA is just one of many bodies that funds them out of goodwill to modernise the infrastructure and improve the health of the people of Ukraine and the world. And anyway, they are not run by the USA, but are under the control of Ukraine, like the Ukrainian army, government, foreign and domestic policy generally. All these claims, by such unreliable sources as the national governments of countries we don't like, including Syria, Iran, China and Russia, are clearly to be dismissed when weighed against such CIA experts as our man at the University of Maryland, who has no bias. Victoria Newland's Freudian Slip Unfortunately, the minds of the NATO citizenry were further muddied up on the 8th of March 2022, when Victoria Newland weighed in on the matter. She was responding to an apparently unscripted question from fellow neoconservative Marco Rubio in the US Senate, and independent journalist Glenn Greenwald has given a powerful description of the exchange between these two bastions of the imperialist establishment and its portent. Quote, Under Secretary of State Victoria Newland appeared before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Senator Marco Rubio, hoping to debunk growing claims that there are chemical weapons labs in Ukraine, smugly asked Newland, Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Rubio undoubtedly expected a flat denial by Newland, thus providing further proof that such speculation is dastardly fake news emanating from the Kremlin, the CCP and QAnon. Instead, Newland did something completely uncharacteristic for her, for neocons and for senior US foreign policy officials. For some reason, she told a version of the truth. Her answer visibly stunned Rubio, who, as soon as he realised the damage she was doing to the US messaging campaign by telling the truth, interrupted her and demanded that she instead affirm that if a biological attack were to occur, 
everyone should be 100% sure that it was Russia who did it. Grateful for the life raft, Newland told Rubio he was right. But Rubio's cleanup act came too late. When asked whether Ukraine possesses chemical or biological weapons, Newland did not deny this at all. She instead, with palpable pen twirling discomfort and in halting speech, a glaring contrast to her normally cocky style of speaking in obfuscatory State Department officialese, acknowledged, Uh, Ukraine has, uh, biological research facilities. Any hope to depict such facilities as benign or banal was immediately destroyed by the warning she quickly added. We are now in fact quite concerned that Russian troops, Russian forces, may be seeking to uh, gain control of those labs, so we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of Russian forces should they approach. Interruption by Senator Rubio. The only reason to be quite concerned about these biological research facilities falling into Russian hands is if they contain sophisticated materials that Russian scientists have not yet developed on their own and which could be used for nefarious purposes, i.e. either advanced biological weapons or dual-use research that has the potential to be weaponized. End quote. Victoria Newland, Ukraine has biological research facilities. Worried Russia may seize them. China's view. Zhao Lijian, spokesman for the Foreign Ministry of the People's Republic of China, was asked during a press conference, also on the 8th of March 2022, to comment on the Ukrainian biolabs. <clears throat> His statement was far more balanced than anything to be found in scores of articles on the subject in the British press. Quote, Lately, US biological labs in Ukraine have indeed attracted much attention. According to reports, a large quantity of dangerous viruses are stored in these facilities. Russia has found during its military operations that the USA uses these facilities to conduct biomilitary plans. I would also like to stress that the biological military activities of the USA in Ukraine are merely the tip of the iceberg. Using such pretexts as cooperating to reduce biological safety risks and strengthening global public health, the USA has 336 biological labs in 30 countries under its control. 336, you heard me right. It also conducted many biological military activities at the Ford Detrick base at home. This has led to deeper concern of the international community. Once again, we urge the USA to give a full account of its biological military activities at home and abroad and subject itself to multilateral verification. End quote. Foreign Ministry spokesperson. Zhao Lijian's regular press conference, Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the People's Republic of China, 8th of March 2022. USA conducting COVID gain-of-function research in Ukraine and beyond. 
Recent evidence has come to light that before the influential paper, published by the scientific journal Nature Medicine on the 17th of March 2022, titled The Proximal Origin of SARS-CoV-2, which came out conclusively in support of the conclusion that COVID was a naturally occurring disease, the authors themselves, all of whom were recipients of US NIH funding, were involved in conference calls and exchanges with Anthony Fauci, director of the US National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and Patrick Falance, the chief scientific advisor to the British government. To an extent, this may be considered natural, but what was not made clear initially was that the majority of those involved in analysing the genomic sequence were themselves ambivalent in their opinions regarding the origins of the virus. Many considered the presence of a furin cleavage site on the spike protein which allowed the virus to bind to the AT2 receptor in the human lung epithelium and enter the lung epithelial cells by phagocytosis to be unusual. On this basis, several of the researchers had thought this might indicate a lab-based origin. The transition from this ambivalent opinion to a strong position favouring natural transfection may be linked to pressure from the US military and the careful guidance of Fauci, or may simply be the natural evolution of those scientists' opinions. Evolution of a Theory by Jimmy Tobias, The Intercept, 19th of January 2023. If strong evidence comes to light that COVID-19 is indeed man-made, or was the project of some gain-of-function experimentation, then the US military-industrial complex stands out as the most likely responsible party. USA and NATO as the world's foremost terrorist states. In the life-and-death struggle for the NATO imperialists' survival, no holds are barred. The readiness of Britain to supply depleted uranium-coated shells, along with its main battle tanks to the Ukrainian puppet junta, is but one contemporaneous example of its genocidal recklessness. These depleted uranium munitions are notorious for seeding radioactivity to the battlefield that lasts long after the military engagement itself. Incidents of fetal deformity and cancers were vastly elevated. And then, information about them was suppressed in Western media and academic journals. In NATO, theatres of war such as Yugoslavia, Iraq and Afghanistan. Lawless protectorates, the ideal venue for unethical research. The extensive network of US biolabs points to the larger goal, the control and domination of the biological environment as a means of war. Many analysts rank cultured and genetically engineered biological organisms as the most dangerous of all existing weapons technologies with the potential for producing far more extensive and devastating effects on human populations than even fusion nuclear weapons. In this context, it is useful to note the testimony of Amirbek Togusov, 
former Deputy Defence Minister of Kazakhstan, who warned of the dangers of US bioweapons development. Quote, We are becoming experimental monkeys, and the unique territory of former Soviet states in particular is the Pentagon's natural testing ground for testing new viruses. Major General Togusov planned to make a presentation at a conference on the threat posed by US military biolabs in Central Asia, but could not, having fallen ill with the coronavirus. Amirbek Tugusov gave his colleagues the text of his research. On July 14, 2020, the former Deputy Defence Minister of Kazakhstan died from a coronavirus infection. In 2000, the Pentagon was forced to admit that the secret programme, Project 112, conducted bioweapons tests in Egypt, Liberia, South Korea and Japan. The test sites were Puerto Rico and Hawaii. In recent years, biotechnology has taken a step forward. Academician Alexander Spirin, in his article, Basic Science and Problems of Biological Safety, wrote, quote, The decoding of the human genome and the recent advances in molecular and cell biology have led to the possibility of creating biological weapons of the third post-genomic generation of the 21st century. Genetic and other molecular weapons as advanced biological warfare. Today there is a technology for creating a virus with specified capabilities, i.e. multi-purpose viruses with various functions. For example, selectively disable only the brain, organs of vision, digestion, reproduction and so on. Development of genocidal biological weapons is underway. Now, it is possible to target viruses only at carriers of distinctive genes, i.e. certain races or ethnic groups, end quote. Former Deputy Defence Minister of Kazakhstan, before his death warned about US biodevelopments, Stalker Zone, 1st of January 2022. The Special Military Operation in Ukraine Russia's Special Military Operation has unearthed, literally, evidence that the regime in Kiev had urgently eliminated traces of a US Department of Defense-funded military biological program in Ukraine. Ukrainian laboratories staffers testified that on 24th of February 2022, pathogens of plague, anthrax, tularemia, cholera and other deadly diseases were urgently eliminated, end quote. Biden must explain his son's involvement in biolabs operation in Ukraine. Duma Speaker, TASS, 24th of March 2022. A further update from General Kiryov on the 4th of August 2022 covered a wide variety of suspect medical and biological science practices that have come to light as a direct result of the special military operation. Quote, the Ministry of Defence of the Russian Federation continues to analyse the military and biological activities of the USA and its allies in Ukraine and elsewhere in the world in the light of new information obtained in liberated territories. 
Work continues on the study of biological samples from Ukrainian soldiers who have voluntarily laid down their arms. As we noted earlier, high concentrations of antibiotics were found in their blood, as well as immunological markers indicative of exposure to the renal syndrome and West Nile pathogens, which were being studied by the Pentagon as part of the Ukrainian UP4 and UP8 projects. End quote. Briefing by the Chief of Nuclear Biological and Chemical Protection Troops of Russian Armed Forces, Lieutenant General Igor Kiryov, on analysis of documents relating to US military and biological activities, Ministry of Defense of the Russian Federation. Genotyping to racially target bioweapons. We have already informed you that more than 16,000 biological samples, including blood and serum samples, were taken from Ukraine to the USA, Georgia, and European countries. Against the background of the US administration's assurances that the genetic information obtained from Ukrainian citizens will be used exclusively for peaceful purposes, I would like to quote a statement by Jason Crow of the US House Intelligence Committee at the North American Security Conference in July. Crow warned Americans about the dangers of giving their DNA to private companies for testing because there is a possibility that test results will be sold to third parties and the information obtained could be used to develop biological weapons targeting specific groups or individuals. End quote. Increasing evidence that USA caused the COVID-19 pandemic. Quote, in May 2022, Jeffrey Sachs, a leading expert in the respected medical journal The Lancet and professor at Columbia University, which is the leading academic institution for global biosecurity, told a conference in Spain that the coronavirus was artificially created and is very likely to have been created using American advances in biotechnology. According to our experts, this is evidenced by the uncharacteristic variability of the genovariants that cause different peaks in the incidence of coronaviruses, significant differences in lethality and contagiousness, uneven geographical distribution, and the unpredictable nature of the epidemic process as a whole. It appears that despite efforts to contain and isolate the disease, the pandemic is being artificially fueled by the introduction of new variants of the virus in a particular region. We are considering the possibility that the US Agency for International Development, USAID, was involved in the emergence of the new coronavirus. Since 2009, the agency has funded the PREDICT program, which has investigated new species of coronaviruses by capturing bats that carry the viruses. One of the contractors for the project was Metabiota, a company known for its military biological activities in Ukraine. Characteristically, in 2019, before the first COVID-19 cases appeared, the US-based John Hopkins Institute hosted an exercise called Event 201 which practiced dealing with an epidemic 
of a previously unknown coronavirus, which, according to the legend of the exercise, was transmitted from bats to humans via an intermediate host, pigs. This is how the Spanish flu virus, which killed tens of millions of people, became pandemic. The implementation of the COVID-19 scenario and USAID's emergency wind-down of the PREDICT program in 2019 suggests the deliberate nature of the pandemic and US involvement in its emergence. Inhumanity of the system The USA, its secret state apparatus, its ruling class neoconservative elite, and the ruling cliques of its Republican and Democratic parties cannot be regarded as honest brokers any more than can their military-industrial complex personnel, think tanks, foundations, investment companies, and the monopoly capitalists whose interests they relentlessly pursue. In the profound and lasting words of Vladimir Lenin, quote, imperialism seeks domination, not democracy, end quote. With the deepening global economic crisis of overproduction, the rise of China and the advent of Russia's special military operation in Ukraine, the axis of global power is shifting away from the USA and towards a multipolar world. It is precisely in these circumstances that the militarists are working themselves into a frenzy trying to protect their parasitic paradise. The mounting evidence pointing at the dual-use nature of the US imperialists' biological research conducted at 336 biological labs in 30 countries under their control and acting outside the jurisdiction of any state or regulatory mechanism but under the close control and direction of the US financiers and their military scientific medical complex and the connection of this research to outbreaks of viral and bacterial diseases possibly including COVID-19 itself, as well as to attacks on crops, on economies, and on undesirable political leaders and opponents of US imperialism, is mounting. This weight of evidence clearly underlines the unethical and inhuman nature of the exploitative system of capitalism and the supremacist mindset of the imperialist ruling class. We must exert all our efforts to dismantle this parasitic, decadent and moribund monopoly capitalist order as an urgent act in defence of the life and liberty of the working masses of all nations. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe, and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources, and we need workers' support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.